Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let it rain! Remember the class where I taught y'all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, people, here we go on a, uh, what the hell is today? Thursday? I think it is. I think it's Thursday. Yeah, we're going to go with Thursday. Yep, we're going to yes, go sir. with Thursday here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Uh, Joe Ranieri, Dane Martinez here. Make it rain's the name of the show. And uh, I'm a little, little thrown back here because last night, there were a lot of people um, bitching and moaning here on, on social media here. You know, gambling Twitter is a, it's a wonderful place. It's also a very, uh, it could be, uh, the depths of hell, too, depending on uh, on how you approach it and how you interact with it. But last night, a lot of people got a glimpse into what summer betting is like. And, yes. uh, <laughs> and they and weren't very it. happy. Yeah, they were <laughs> not very happy about it. People were like, this is like a, they didn't know what to do with themselves right. like they're. You know, I, I mean, one dude even, and this is how bad it Talk got. Talk to your and, wife, for God's sakes. You know, yeah, it's, you uh, have a conversation <laughs> with somebody. Like, like, step away from the buffet, uh, dude. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, seriously, really? guys. Uh, one guy was even. One guy had posted how he's like, I'm at the point right now where I'm actually I'm pre-gaming uh, and I'm uh, I'm pre-doing WNBA uh, WNBA games right now because that season's coming up and I'm like, wow, sure. this is just we got guys <laughs> that are willing to go to the WNBA man just to get that action going. Uh, it's not enough. All baseball all day last night and people were pulling out their hair. They had no no UFC. They didn't have right. this. They had so one dude's like, I'm I'm actually looking at tennis lines right now, like the French Open. He's like, that's how bad it is. And right. people have no idea. Like anybody who's follow doesn't follow tennis. Like you're gonna dive into the tennis world right now. Good luck with that. Uh, well, I'm still on. I, like I couldn't tell you three people or so. I mean, are, are, do we are we still dealing with Pete Sampras on the on the men's tour? Like who the hell's left in tennis that I would have any idea even to be able to dive into? It's uh, it's a little disheartening. Well, I, think, I mean, it is the French Open, and that has been ruled for the last decade by Rafael Nadal. And so yeah, I'd be comfortable betting is, him, but I understand your point. <laughs> isn't isn't he like a hundred years old though? Like I mean, it's got to yeah, be but, somebody new, isn't there? Uh, maybe, but it's like on the clay. You know, he always dominated that one. I think he still dominates that one. I mean, I you're right. I don't know. I don't yeah, know exactly. Exactly. Like, you know, sure. I couldn't even. I couldn't even offer like. I'm like, dude, you're on your own, man. Like, I don't know. I have no idea. It's either Nadal or Bust, man, and he's got to be a hundred years old. So I don't blame if you know. Or the other guy, the um, uh, Jokic. Like, it, like Jokic, who's it? Who, who's left? Like, that's it. Like, is that all we're dealing with? Very Terrible. good point. I will check the odds myself. But I right? Yeah. I was like, exactly. I'm with you, man. I'm like, somebody give me some clues here, man. Like, I, I mean, guy, I got WNBA people looking at tennis, and I live baseball is all consuming. Like, I don't even have time to look outside that purview. I mean, you're still trying to deal with the NBA, and you want to mix in some W, and you know it's going to happen at some point. You know, I say this now, but once the championships are over, 
you know we're going to be doing a little diving into uh, some WNBA futures here on a, you know, we might throw one out here or there. Because from what I understand, and uh, there are a couple of a uh, couple of guys in, in Vegas that I spoke with last week who told me they have a few guys that, man, they they kill it during the WNBA season. Because the, A, yeah. the, the handle isn't much. So the markets aren't as strong, obviously. But the inefficiencies are exactly. glaring. And if you are somebody that apparently follows the WNBA, yep. and he said a lot of guys, what, what you have this time of year over the next couple of months is a lot of guys who are all in on college football, the NFL, NBA, college hoops, and that's their specialty, which is awesome. Then they take this next couple of, you know, these next couple of weeks, these six days, they, they kind of chill back. They, they relax a little bit. The baseball guys, they're all consumed. I mean, there's nothing outside of the purview of baseball, period. So it's those other people, though, that are in between uh, guys that specialize in, like, tennis this time of year, golf, or even the WNBA. From what I understand, there are guys that kill it because, quite honestly, the even the books... They're not nearly as sharp as uh, as some of the other sports because they're not nearly paying as much uh, attention to it either, man. So there is some opportunities to cash in with the WNBA. I can't even believe these words are coming out of my mouth right now. Opportunities right. to cash in at the WNBA this summer, man. I would also say the same holds true in the DFS world, Joe. Okay, those same inefficiencies are there. So if you really know what you're talking about, you could really make, hey, Joe, we talked about this, I think, during the college basketball season. When we were talking about how these lower level conferences, you know, the books themselves don't have the bandwidth to do the adequate research on all these so you can get ahead of the game. It's the same kind of edge we were looking for, like when the AAF was going, if you could literally be on an even playing field with the, you know, with the cappers, then, you know, that's an edge for you. So we like that for sure. Yes, yes. And I've already, uh, we've reached out here. We're going to see if we can't, uh, since the season is just around the quarter, the futures are out. Guys are already talking. So uh, I've managed to locate one of these WNBA specialists here. We're going to see if we can't bring them on next week and uh, at uh-huh. least point us in the right direction, kind of well, give us a foundation. Should we wait until after the NBA finals, though? Yeah, I mean, there is well, still stuff never like too early to start. On. Never too early to start. You got to get those right. future bets in. Especially, right. listen, but if some dude who specializes in the WNBA and he's above sixty uh, percent tells me, uh, take the uh, sure. take the Dallas, whatever the hell they are, or Ash, take the I New York. Know. I mean, either whatever he tells me, I'm probably going to go. All right, let me throw a few bucks on a uh, on a future here. So you know us. Sure. We'll take uh, we'll take the advice of people in the know. We got no problem with that. We'll tail them all day long. But I hope last night you survived. The good news is tonight NBA is back. Uh, and uh, you've got game five here and already a lot of rumblings yeah. about tonight. We'll dive into some of the numbers. Uh, and we also will go into, because you know, it, we've got a uh, we got another tournament going on. we got the Colonial going on, getting ready to start here. And we got another J.J. Sporn, Bo Hostler matchup type that Ooh, really? we're going to throw your... We got to get those bets in, man. We'll Is do it. starting it. early in the morning? Are they teeing up early? A little, little Thursday golf morning matchup. We'll go ahead. We'll go over that coming up. Fantasy Sports Radio. 
Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source com score total visits. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing different is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com Uh, this is the perfect kind of degenerate uh, degenerate music here, like after guys that just drank away their sorrows last night due to the fact that the only thing they had to bet on was uh, was baseball and drove a lot of people crazy. So there was only so much uh, handicapping of the <laughs> of the NBA game five tonight that they could do, <laughs> waiting for uh, different stories to drop. But uh, but have no fear, listen. There's plenty going on here right now, still in the world of sports. And might I uh, remind everyone, and this was brought to my attention yesterday, too, and I'm excited because we did uh, we had a chance a couple of times this year to talk to a few of our um, soccer friends uh, there. Charles uh, Michel. Yes. Uh, yes uh, we talked to uh, him. Uh, MLS is in full swing. But don't forget, we got the Women's World Cup coming up, uh, oh, which summer, is yeah. 
Yeah, which is going to be awesome because uh, the U.S., those of you that don't know, which is unlike the men. See, the women actually know how to play soccer in this country. Unlike the men. And the favorites, uh, I think. We are the damn favorites. Uh, and I do believe uh, it's over in France. Uh, at uh, And I think France is the number two seed. So there's mm. going to be some battling and a lot of. You want to talk about some crazy markets and some great betting opportunities. Right. The Women's World Cup is going to be awesome. So I got we got paid on the World Cup last year, a couple. Of yeah, years it's going to be side. it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. There's a lot of great stuff happening over the summer. It's kind of the perfect middle of the road this year with the Women's World Cup because once right. you know, once the NBA dies down, NHL is gone. Yeah, uh, you'll have some baseball as you always will the dog days of summer, but then you kind of mix in. You know, you mix in that those uh, those four to six weeks there leading up and just after the World Cup will kind of lead you right into the start of uh, college football, of course, the uh, the NFL. So good stuff. And, we'll and we some like division by division previews. We'll do some yeah. win total leans. We'll get into conferences in college football. Remember, we got great college football guys, the Joe Lisi's, Rich Sermonello's of the world. So we'll get you ready to go. Uh, for football, for sure, as well. MLS will be going on. There'll yep. be fights, I'm sure. You know, UFC and boxing. Joe, Manny Pacquiao is fighting Keith Thurman in a, in a month. That's a big one as well. But, you know, uh, I would say for the next few weeks, we do have the NBA playoffs and the Stanley Cup finals to hold us down. Because it's exactly what people want to watch is go down to your local assisted living facility and watch uh, watch wrestling going on there between uh, little oil wrestling. Because that's kind of what I feel like every time I hear guys like Manny Pacquiao or Mayweather want to hop back and they were like, stop it, guys. Like we nobody wants to see this anymore. Like, uh, let's let's just let's move away. It's kind of like Conor McGregor, who won't seem to go away either. And uh, we'll we'll touch base on that. A little bit later, but we do have some golf this morning getting ready to tee off as the Charles Schwab, uh, the colonial, the uh, known as the forever, the colonial, the Charles Schwab uh, now, because apparently they just seem to find new sponsors every other week here. So it's never what it was. It's kind of something different, but it is the colonial. It's in Fort Worth, Texas. And there are some matchups here this morning, and I'm just going to throw a couple of names your way. And you guys can do what you want with it here. But there is a method behind the madness. And I love these uh, some of these first-round matchups. The first round? The first just round. the first-round matchups. And, right, and here is the, here's the concept with the first-round matchups here is what we want to take a look at is who do we think, and we never really had a chance to dive into this, but who do we think is going to be our first-round leaders, right? Whoever you think the first round leaders, and by the way, there's about three or four guys here today that have consistently always been in the top five or seven of this tournament over the last couple of years. If you hone in on those guys, you got yourself, all right, the the edge in the matchups in the first round that you want, right? So guys like Rory Sabatini, who are teeing off about one o'clock this afternoon, all right, Sabatini He's got he's actually pretty much on a tear. I've got him for the tournament as well. This guy's got three straight top 20 finishes. He's got two top 10s. He's currently ranked 7th on tour in round 1 scoring average. First round leaders here. Uh he was also the first round leader last year at the uh, at the RBC Heritage. Uh also same similar layout par 70, almost exactly the same damn course. So uh, he has been a round one leader at this tournament before. Whatever matchups first round, you can get Rory Sabatini this afternoon, jump all over it because there is a very good chance Rory is going to be 
you know, 65, 66, 67, somewhere in that ballpark. He does it all the time. So does Ches Reeve, another guy. He's coming up this morning, 8 o'clock, uh, and uh, 7 o'clock local time because it's in Fort Worth. But 8 o'clock Eastern time here, guys. He's going to be off the 10th tee. Uh, the tent, the back is much easier than the front. And this guy is just behind Rory Sabatini in first round leader statistics. The guy is, oh, we just saw him in Beth Page. He was at the top of the leaderboard for Thursday right. and Friday going, who the hell right. is Ches Reeby? Uh, this guy loves the first half of, of, um, of golf tournaments. Eventually nowhere to be found later on. But certainly in the first round, whatever matchups you can get with Ches Reeby, probably a good bet. Kevin Na is another guy. This guy has not once, not twice, but the last three years been the first round leader at this tournament. Really? Hopefully, yes. The bird, yeah, it, it's I, crazy. Last year he opened up with a round of 62 uh, and then disappeared Friday and Saturday, but ended up coming back shooting 61 on Sunday. This guy loves this golf course for some reason. This is a guy, Kevin Na, first round leader, whoever that matchup is here. Go get him, man. Kevin Na is, is going to give you guys some great, great, great value, as is Brian Jones, uh, Matt Jones, rather. Here's the other guy. This guy has now been at the top of the leaderboard in the last five tournaments he has played at after the first round. Uh, he is in really good shape. This guy is somebody that is 64, 63, 64, 65. He will be there anytime you can get Matt Jones, and I think he's about 1 o'clock this afternoon. Go get him, guys. Matt Jones, Kevin Na, Ches Reeby, Rory Sabatini, whatever matchups this morning. First round, not full tournament. First round. Go get him. Uh, these guys are going to be at the top of the leaderboard tomorrow morning. We'll be talking about, you know, Rory probably leading or Ches Reeby right behind. Mm. These guys love the first round. And we, you know, even we talked about it last year, uh, last week at Beth Page with the U.S. Open. There are just some guys. Right. They love the no pressure. You know, there are guys that just, hey, this is awesome. You know, I'm out here on a Thursday. They love the early morning tea. Whatever it may be, golf right. is unique where it gives us enough of these this data here, Dane, where we can go, these guys love the Thursday and Friday. They're nowhere to be found on a weekend. That You know, the once the pressure sets in, they're just like they throw up all over themselves. But, damn, I'll take advantage of them in the, uh, on the first round uh, matchups all day long. Find these guys and make a few bucks here today in the first round leaderboard, and then we'll figure out a way to flip that money over for the rest of the tournament come tomorrow. But th that's the plan, man. Go get these guys and double up on them, Dane. All right. Sounds good. You know, I'm going to look yep. for matchups. I'm going to look for uh, these guys, you know, to outperform, yep. you know, their matchup. Let me ask you one thing about this, uh, about this tournament and golf in general mm -hmm. here. You know, um, we talked so much about Brooks Kepka, about Dustin yeah. Johnson after last week. Let me ask you something about the man who, uh, don't look now, but finished third in that tournament. We've been talking yes. about Jordan Spieth, right, and how uh, he's been off. It's in between the years, all that stuff. And I know from myself as an athlete, they talk about it on air when you watch a basketball game stuff. You know, if you got a shooter and he just hits a foul shot and he sees that ball go through the net or gets an early layup, he can start cooking. A guy, you know, in a, in a slump in baseball 
you know, gets a, a weird infield single and he can start yep. cooking. You know, what about Jordan Spieth? I guess my question, Joe, is like, did he figure something out, you know? And because if so, you could probably get some efficiencies on him if you're looking at numbers over a period of time. If you think he's going to break out of a funk, I'm seeing, can he be in the top 20? Can, you know, this this week, you know, he's now part of like, oh, the big eight or whatever to win a championship, that sort of stuff. Do we expect the arrow to continue pointing up for Jordan Spieth, Joe? I, you know, this tournament here, and, and again, love golf because it gives us enough data here to be able to pull some uh, some numbers out. Uh, the thing with golf coming off of crazy majors, right? Like the Masters, now the U.S. Open. Yeah, you know, it's a, not necessarily, not everybody, but a majority of the, the top players, especially the favorites, uh, there is there is that opportunity. We we saw it happen with the Masters. Right after the Masters, they went to the RBC. They went to the Royal, uh, you know, the Royal Bank Open up in Canada. That was the that was the next tournament after there. And a lot of the guys who did well in the Masters didn't necessarily do well there. Over. Yeah, Jordan Spieth. There's one number that bothers me about Jordan Spieth. I'll give it to you. Come back. He's a fade for me for this one particular reason. We'll share that with you. We'll dive into the NBA Game 5. We'll do that coming up next year as we make it rain. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. This place is great. Where are we? We're at Quintas. Uh, Quintas? Guntitas. Oh. oh, you mean meat farms? <laughs> It's Genta's Meat Farm Supermarket. Genta's Meat Farms has nine locations across Long Island, bringing you local farm fresh produce, butcher shop quality meat with custom cuts, and bakery fresh goods all at the best prices. Genta's Meat Farms. You might not know how to say it, but you know where we are. Ah, Genta's! It's not just fresh, it's Meat Farms fresh. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies, to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America.
Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. Game time decisions. If I was like a hockey player, I'd be called a Baldy. Hey, Baldy, or I'd call you Kojak or something. So, yeah, yeah. yeah Kojak. Hey. Cam Stewart would be Cammy or Stewie. Yeah, Stewie's so easy. Yeah, I get Stewie, I think. A lot yeah, of Stewie. Yeah. yeah, Stewie. Stewie made some great plays in the corner today. <laughs> yeah. I'd be Gabby or uh, Bori. Bori! Bori came up big between the pipes tonight for us. Weekdays, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. All right, Thursday here, people, as uh, as we start prepping here for the weekend. Uh, game five tonight, the NBA, Toronto, back on the road, Milwaukee. Milwaukee trying to right the ship here. Take advantage uh, of the opportunity to have home court. Can they win game five? We'll give you the latest. We'll talk about that coming up. Uh, there is a tournament, uh, golf tournament starting here in uh, just a couple hours, uh, about an hour away, I believe. The, you'll get the first tee times going off in Fort Worth, the uh, the Charles Schwab Challenge at Colonial. And sure. we were giving you some of these first round leaders, uh, guys like um, uh, Rory Sabertini, guys like Kevin Na, guys that Chaz have Chez Reeby. These guys have been monsters. Uh, Matt Jones, monsters in the first round of tournaments, especially this tournament. So, and they were also guys that didn't necessarily get beat up by Beth Page last week. Right. Uh, so Most these are guys. Yeah, these are guys that come out swinging at these tournaments, and and they are their numbers, their first round averages, tell me that they're probably going to be at the top of the leaderboard, which means they should. Pr- any of those first-round matchups with those guys' names is somebody that you definitely want to take a look at. I usually, in these types of situations, don't focus. I, listen, I don't focus a lot on favorites in golf anyway, the you know the right. single-digit kind of guys, uh, although that might change next time Brooks Kupka Kepka gets to DJ, a major. Baby. Yeah, Kepka exactly. and DJ, I'll ride with. <laughs> a lot of people going, boy, that 7-1 sounded uh, pretty good sure. there uh, if we would have had that. Uh, but it is, and it, because, listen, it's, the whole carryover thing, right? We noticed those people who were at the Masters the following week. Uh, it, you know, it's such a grind, those majors, especially at a course like Beth Page Black, that it's, you know, you now move on to a tournament where not as much attention, lower stress, less formal of a vibe, that kind of thing there. The results have been mixed over the years. Some guys do okay. Other guys, it's like, you know, you could tell they're exhaling. And so when you have guys like Justin Rose, who won this tournament last year, um, uh, you kind of look at them or Jordan Spieth, like you had mentioned there. Uh, you, you look at them and go, uh, I mean, Jordan Spieth to me and you had asked, what do you do with a guy like Jordan Spieth, who exceeded expectations on a golf course last week? Nobody thought his, yeah, his game does not suit Beth Page Black. And it's a good question. To me, I still think Jordan Spieth is a fade. And, and I think he's making strides colonial is a place that he's not only one but he's been twice a runner-up but i think when you put it all together and you actually look at the numbers the thing that bothers me 
is the one reason that kept him in that tournament as good as it was, was that he was, I think, two and a half strokes better than people. He was gaining two and a half strokes on the field because of his putting. He was okay. putting lights out. And we talk about variance here, right? We, we talk about in sports trying to eliminate the variance. The one statistic in golf that is, without a doubt, the biggest variance, something that does not transform over tournament to tournament, is putting. It's the one thing that scares me about him. It's not sustainable to have that kind of number carry over from Beth Page Black to this tournament. Give me ball striking. Give me, you know what I mean, off the tee. Give me statistics that show me that this guy's going to be in the fairway. He's going to be, he's always going to have an opportunity to be able to, to shoot low. You give me a guy that's just really hot with a putter and doesn't do a whole hell of a lot of other things good. When you die, yeah, well, he shot 65. Yeah, but he, you know, he had three fairways. The guy, you know, he was hitting 30 foot right. bombs on the, those kinds of guys, not sustainable over the long run. So that's why a guy Spieth like Jordan. Like a good putter? Isn't he someone who like drains 20 footers like it's his job? You know, isn't that actually his skill set? When or it's like all one of the things clicked. that makes him dangerous in the first place? Well, yeah, listen, anybody when they're winning majors and on a roll like he was, all four facets of the game, their short game, sure. their long Stats game, their look good. Their Fine. Oh, absolutely. The thing I'm with sure you're scrambling is, great at that point as well. Right. Sure. And he's always been a very good putter. But when the putter lets people down, these guys down, you notice their scores go down. They don't compete right. nearly as much. The thing that concerns me is that uh, the rest of his game, the ball striking aspect is, uh, you know, off the tee is fairways, greens and regulation. They, you know, they were middle of the road at Beth Page. It was the putting that kind of elevated him there. So I, I'm not going to bank on him at, at what eight to one, uh, ten to one, you know, as a as a favorite here. I still think Jordan Spieth has got some work to do, and I do think coming off of Beth Page Black, a grind like that, it wouldn't surprise me if him or anybody else exhaled. The one favorite I would bet on right now is John Rahm, really? and I say that because Rahm, if you guys uh, didn't see it last week, he wasn't around the weekend. Uh, Beth Page kicked his ass in the second round, guys. He shot six over in the second round, missed the cut. So he's, he's a little, you know, John Ryan, a little bit fired up. He's had, uh, you know, while everyone else was grinding it out there at Beth Page Black, he was already in town in Fort Worth getting ready for this tournament. So of all Mm. the guys there, I like Rom as opposed to Ricky or, or Rose, uh, these guys, they went through the gauntlet there. I would you expect know. them to exhale a little. But Rom, I'd expect to come out like a house of fire today, actually all tournament long. And I think he's got a decent number. What are you showing him? 10, 12 to 1, somewhere along those lines? Rom? Yeah. I got Johnny Rom at 10 to 1, but he's a co-favorite yeah. right now. He's a co-favorite with Rose and Ricky. Um, yeah. But they're all like He's the guy I like better out of all of them. He's the guy I like right. best. One way I was going to ask you, because, you know, I was intrigued by that exact kind of theory. You know how, Joe, they always put up, like, will the big seven or the big nine win? You know, like, they're giving you all of the top names, right? Mm-hmm. And so in this in this uh, tournament, it's Rose, Rom, Spieth, Fowler, Shoffley, Molinari, Casey, DeChambeau, and Finau. What about applying that theory you just had generally? Like, the big boys all kind of, you know, went through that adrenaline, emotional grinder of Beth Page Black last week, and if right. if that's the theory right there, maybe it is someone who is a lesser known name this week, a bigger number who does right. you know is focused, is is shooting for this one. It's kind of like a horse shooting for the Preakness instead of from the Derby, you know that sort of thing. And um, yep. what about taking like the big nine 
won't win because you do think it'll be one of these kind of other guys, a Chaz Reeve, a Kevin Na, someone else. You know, this is prime for someone else to poke their head up and take the title this week. Well, it's interesting. The last five champions at this golf course in Fort Worth have been 30 or under, right? 30 to one or under. But this is the first year it's following a major. Right. So they switched the schedule. Major, right. So. so so we've got so why we have gotten some chalky players in the past, like Justin Rose last year, kind of situation there. It doesn't necessarily apply this year because of the fact that it's following not just any a major, but the one at, at Beth Page Black, Grindr, yeah. which is a totally different golf course. Totally did not. This here is night and day. So it is a little bit of an adjustment. Favorites can dominate. Don't get me wrong. That's why I say I still like Rom out, out of that group because of the fact that he didn't play over the weekend. And he's a little, we all know his temperament. He's a little bent out of shape. So he's going to want to come back here and he's going to want to come back in a thing. So different scenario. But I would concentrate more in that that middle of the road for the overall tournament winner here. The Ian Poulters, the Scott Piercy's, the, uh, you know, even the, uh, Kevin Na we talked about. Some of these guys that enjoy this uh, golf course because it's shorter. If you're a ball striker, it's a little bit, it's much easier than, that behemoth of uh, of Beth Page Black. So I'd avoid those, and I kind of like where you're going there. Like, you know, it, can it be somebody from the middle to the back of the pack there? Maybe just fade all of those favorites. The one guy right. that would worry me in that is John Rom. He's the one guy. John Rom, uh, you know, his over-under for position is like 13th, right? So I can get like 12th or better or 13th or worse. And it sounds like you think he may be uh, – a little He's bit more primed head. and ready to go yep. as opposed to some of the other big boys. So maybe there's a way you could attack it as well. And remember, John Rahm, and I, you know, I'm not, I'm not as tuned into golf as you are for sure, Joe. But one thing I do know about John Rahm is, like, he's a hothead, oh, <laughs> you yes. know, and we've seen yep. that. And maybe also, like, it's different last week, you know, the pressure of the U.S. Open and Breath Praise Black. This is kind of like, you know, a Tier 2 or Tier 3 tournament, less pressure, lower stakes. Maybe he's able to keep his cool and just bang that ball around the golf course, you yeah. know, and it's not as high stakes, not as much pressure. Maybe he can bring closer to his A game. Um, right. Yeah, the time there to set up. It's kind of like the, you know, the Rockets were in the Bay Area to get ready for uh, Houston right after their their series, yep. you know, that sort of thing. Maybe it'll help Johnny Rom. So, uh, you know, and if you can get him like top 10, top 20, um, that may be, uh, you know, a place to make it rain. Yeah. And, and listen, it's just human nature, guys. Yes, these guys are professional golfers, but understand the stakes. The lead up to the BPGA last week, plus the the tournament itself, is sure. it takes a lot out of guys. So you got Long you know, Island be, guys screaming at you. The right, whole time. It's <laughs> it's tough. So I, I think, you know, looking at this tournament, the reason I like this tournament so much is because of the fact that shorter golf course and the guys that are coming over, which would, of course, be the favorites. They're beat up, guys. Uh, and, you know, it's just natural for them to exhale a little bit and be like, they're not going to grind as much and they're not going to be nearly as focused and laser sharp as they were trying to go into Beth Page. So I think that's what it leads the uh, it leaves the door open for some of those, you know, 30 to 40 to even right. 50 to one shots to be able to get a piece of that pie. So uh, definitely some opportunities. And don't forget, we're a couple of weeks away. We've got What's the next tournament out in, uh, isn't it out in Cali, the U.S. Open? Don't we have Torrey Pines coming up uh, yeah. in just a few weeks? So yep. guys understand that grind. And that's the other thing about the schedule change, Dane. These guys now know they're, they've got to schedule themselves accordingly. Like you can't be mm -hmm. grinding week after week after week after week. And then all of a sudden you're mentally fatigued when it comes to the majors. 
it's interesting the way they set it up now because when you used to be able to go six, seven weeks between a major, you could kind of, you know, you could pick and choose. You know, guys now, they've got to be like, all right, I got, you know, three weeks. I got some things I want to work on. They're not so much focused on winning the tournament as they might be like right. going into this. Ricky might go, you know what? I want to work on my, uh, you know, my mid irons here. All, and, is, that, right. and they're going to play accordingly. You know what I mean? That's how they're going to do it. Guys hitting irons off the tee, you know, different golf courses sure. help different games. So and that's why I like five because they want. They want to work right. on that, you know, 140 exactly. yard shot or whatever it is. You know, exactly, they're, they're in essence organizing yep. themselves, training so that yep. they're ready to go and peak, you know, readiness for whatever that uh, means. Great idea. Yep. It's, and it's the truth. And that's why it's just human nature, guys. That's the way it works, which leaves us opportunities to go, ha ha, give us an edge and we'll bet on it. That's what we do here. Make it rain, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. I weigh 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 Network today. We'll get them off your back. 
Welcome back in, guys, uh, on this Thursday. Might want to go ahead and let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing to the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. You can become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer. You're going to win a million bucks in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament, or you can become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. Now, if you are playing MLB DFS and you're not using DailyRoto.com, guys, you're doing it wrong. Simply add the promo code FNTSY, get yourself a 10% discount. It's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package, only at DailyRoto.com. Promo code is FNTSY, get your 10% discount today. And welcome in here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, Joe Ranieri, Dane Martinez. As we sit here, get ourselves ready for Game 5 tonight in the NBA, Milwaukee. Taking on Toronto. And, uh, you know, you, uh, I noticed there yesterday, Dane. Yeah. You had, uh, you had a uh, good old Gabe, man, a little bent out of shape. You were making yeah, fun of me. Hit me up, hit me up on Park. Twitter. What hit was that? What the hell was that all about, man? What, what, you made the comment about, uh, the, uh, the, the ratings, right? Isn't that what we I were said, talking no, about? The media markets. You know, I was saying how the NBA, you know, would love it to, to be, you know, Boston or Philly or whatever. And I described Portland as a non-major media market. So Gabe had to let me know. He, he talked about, like, just the population um, and how they were a big media market. He listed some out. Funny part is I guess he actually didn't list them correctly. So people were nailing him on that. And then I was saying, <laughs> hey, he, he was talking about, like, ah, oh, it's the biggest city. And I was like, what about Mexico City, you know? Right, but it was right. fun. We had a little back and forth. And, I, you know, to be – to be clear, the point I was making, you know, the size of the city is not the only thing that the television network is interested in, right? I think right. part of, I think the important part also is we talk about a guy like Kawhi Leonard and how he's an introverted superstar, right? Right. You, you put that up against kind of like the 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 buzz and the media machine, the quote machine that like a Joel Embiid is, for example, right? Right. Or the mercurial kind of persona and PR buzz of a guy like Kyrie Irving and the Celtics would bring. Um, and right. don't get me wrong, I think it's actually a good thing for Kawhi. I actually think it's he's a better kind of player because he doesn't ruffle the feathers. You know, he's not going to be a quote unquote distraction stuff like that. So I actually think it's good. Um, but you know, what what television networks want. You know, is that kind of buzz that'll rope in the casual fan, and Kawhi doesn't necessarily help with that. But you know, Gabe had some pride for Toronto, and uh, you know, I ain't, I ain't mad at him for it. You know, I ain't mad at him for it at all. It did, and you know, he's gonna nail me on this, but it did feel like he almost had something of a like how you you have to say something about it. It was kind of like a little brother inferiority complex representing the city of Toronto. Like he wanted to, he needed to say something, you know. But of course, we love sports rage. Yeah, no, we do. We absolutely love Rage, man. There's nothing like it. And uh, Toronto tonight, he's going to be excited along with a lot of other Raptor fans as they get to, uh, you know, they get to take advantage here of the opportunity. Down 2-0, tied a series up 2-2. They're going to have to win yeah. a game here on the road at some particular point. Kind of got Milwaukee for the first time all year on the ropes. Uh, Milwaukee is uh, seems to be... See what they got. Doing a lot of uh, a lot of finger pointing, uh, including the coach going after Drake, uh, apparently right. on the call <laughs> yesterday. Uh, they are looking for anybody and everybody 
to go ahead and uh, and somehow just blame and uh, and go, oh, my goodness, it's got to be it's somebody else's fault. It can't actually be our fault. But this is the problem when you get to this point in the playoffs and much was made about the experience factor. Well, listen, you've got a bunch of veterans on Toronto who, when they see an opening, when they when they see a team that may be not as experienced, all of a sudden they see, well, hmm, uh, doesn't look like they're able to react to this or they're not playing this well or not. Dude, they take advantage of it. I, I think there's no doubt Milwaukee is the, uh, what should we say? The Milwaukee is definitely the more talented team on paper, deeper team, right? right? Uh, I mean, that's they both they both have a superstar, right? And you got a bunch of other guys in there uh, surrounded around him. They're kind of built the same, but they are a little deeper over there as far as Milwaukee goes. What they don't have is the kind of experience that Toronto is bringing to the table. So Toronto's made the adjustments after the first two games. They've kind of now certainly gotten ahead of Giannis. Can we be realistic here? They understand now by fouling him, hacking him, give, putting him on the line, it does him sure. more harm than it does that team good because he's obviously, they're in his head right now. The whole free throw thing is in Giannis's head. And you saw them take advantage again of that in the last game, in game four. Will they continue that tonight? I'm fairly certain they're going to. I, you know, he seems to be... And the, as great as he is, again, lack of you start putting doubt in some of these players heads. You get what we are seeing here over the last couple of games from Milwaukee. So that's what a veteran team does is they they see an opening, they run through it and they try to exploit it. And I think they have found something here where if they if they if Giannis is not Giannis, right, if he is not who he was all year long, free flowing and if he starts to go, then it seems like everybody else's game starts to creep down a little bit, too, as well. They're not nearly as athletic as Toronto. And it's starting to show, man, that's veteran team versus inexperienced team. And I think that's what's front and center right now in this series, especially tonight, game five. Yeah, you know, we've been talking about this when it related to even teams like the Trailblazers, right? How they had that experience, were able to move up a level, that sort of thing. Toronto has that. And now with LeBron James clear of the East, this could be their opportunity. And the question is, you know, is this kind of the the beginning of the narrative for Milwaukee, right? And they'll grow from here in years moving forward. And that is definitely one approach and one narrative. To me, Joe, though, the other way to look at this that is kind of more pro-Bucks, if you want to know the mm-hmm. truth, is the value of the home court. You know, you talk right. to me about that experience and how these guys like a, a Kyle Lowry – uh, you know, is chipping in or how on the Buck side when Giannis goes down, all these other guys go down. I'm here to tell you, though, that what can also absolutely happen today in Milwaukee are guys like Miritich, guys like George Hill, guys like Malcolm Brogdon are all mm-hmm. of a sudden going to show you exactly what guys like Serge Ibaka and Norman Powell did the last two games, right? And I've been saying all playoffs long, one of my approaches is if I'm scared of the number and the points better the full game is to look at some of these prop bets on players. And the role players at home play better. The role players on the road do not, right? So for me, a guy like a Brooke Lopez you know, this is a guy who we've seen, you know, hit like four threes in one quarter when he's at home and fades away into like Mike Tyson used to say, fade away into Bolivian on the road. You know, so that might be what I'm looking at. Guys like the Bledsoe's, the Brogdon's of the world 
which role player from Milwaukee will step up. And guys like, for example, I have not seen Pascal Siakam come up with a big game when their team needed it on the road pretty much in, in a month. You know what I mean? And so will it be, you talk about the experience factor, and yes, Gasol, yeah, Lowry, yeah, Danny Green even, yeah, Ibaka, yeah. Pascal Siakam in those big spots, I think he looks to defer, and so I may fade a guy like him, but I do think the home court matters. You know, I've been saying that, and I think we're going to see a dramatically different game. I like Milwaukee tonight. Yeah, it's uh, and the betting markets uh, seem to agree with you here as we're getting an awful lot of uh, awful lot of Milwaukee love, and it's probably going to settle somewhere. Opened up at seven, and it's been pushed to six and, six and, a, half. and a half. And it's you know, it, I'm it's going to end up somewhere around that six and a half to uh, seven mark. It's going to be around there. The total too is probably going to be right around. What are we? Uh, what are you showing now? Two eighteen, two nineteen. No, I see two sixteen. All right, so it's been bet down, so they don't think they're going to get nearly as much uh, scoring. Let's, Tougher defense by the Raptors, slowing the pace yep. down, uh, rebounding over time in this, in this series now. And that's really, I mean, think about it. That's the that's the other thing here. That's the other rub that people aren't talking about. You can have a great regular season when you see a team once every, you know, couple right. of months Month. or six weeks. When you're playing a team like you're, you know, it's we get you again, we get you again, we get you again. The veteran team like Toronto. They see the open. They see your weakness. They can exploit the weakness. They can make adjustments, especially with a newbie team like Milwaukee. They've never had this all year. They've always been able to bulldoze people because on a Tuesday night, you know, in February, guys are already thinking, all right, we're going to be in Denver next week. We're going to be over here. It's not, you know, we're back to back to back to back. Now we are sitting here going, we are fighting you every night. We see your weakness. We're going to take advantage of it. So in many aspects, this is that's why it's sort of a mismatch right now moving forward. Best out of three. To me, the team that has the edge is the team that has the veteran leadership, has the guys that know in this situation how to push the right buttons to kind of take them off their game. And they've done a really good job of it, as you can see, in game three and four. And I would expect that's going to continue tonight. Nick Nurse has done a great job. Kawhi's yeah. done a great job. They have done a really good job of putting Milwaukee in a situation they have not seen all year. And that's the whole thing, right? We don't know how Milwaukee's going to react because Milwaukee's never been in this situation before. Yeah. I, I mean, every point you're making is valid, okay? That they've made the adjustments, that they're the hot team right now, that they have the experience. The stars kind of cancel each other out. Remember going into game sevens? Uh, I think it was like the Portland, Denver, and also the... Uh, the Toronto-Philly Game 7s, we were talking about the different factors to consider, right? And we were right. talking about your stars showing up, the role players, the experience, the coaching, or the home court. Joe, I, I, I think everything you're saying makes sense. I just personally, I believe the biggest factor going in and will, will be for the rest of this series is the home court advantage, okay? That's and I'm just exactly using it. that as, like, for lack of a better term, the trump card, okay? I, I agree with you with the experience and that, you know, Giannis – maybe uh, is not playing up to snuff right now and the role players are there. I, you're right. I'm just leaning towards the home field, the home court being the Trump card of this. Um, and right. so that's why I'm still on Milwaukee. Do you agree, though, Joe, that whoever wins game five tonight will win the series? I definitely do. I think that's it. I, I think uh, tonight is that I, I do think if uh, if Milwaukee wins, I still think we're going to get seven. But I think if Toronto yes, wins, yeah. this could be over. 
Yeah, this could be over in, in game six. And, and I think that much is on the line here tonight for these guys. So uh, it's going to be. It's going to be a hell of a uh, it's going to be a hell of a battle, but I do think, given the totality of what's happening here, guys, familiarity, banging it out with a team five, six, seven games, you know, that's that's uncharted territory for Milwaukee, man. And you've got mm-hmm. some crafty guys on that team over there. The you know these guys are mostly you know, what Danny Green, Serge Ibaka. These guys are thirty some odd years old. They've been in this league a long, They've long time. NBA Finals before. Yeah, they've got so they know what it's like. This is. You know, you you dispel with uh, Detroit right right off the bat. You get the yeah. you know you win in four games because you're more talented. You, you spend all year long during a regular season being better than the competition because they see you once. You get up to a team like this, and maybe the best uh, maybe the best thing about this, if you're Golden State, right? Golden State is yeah. a veteran team with more talent than anybody. Do you think sure. they're not seeing exactly what Toronto is doing here and laying out the blueprint? for how to go ahead and beat Giannis and how to beat this Milwaukee team. You know, they're basically giving they're giving them the blueprint going, here you go. Yep. Here here's how it works, guys. Here you go and that's uh that's exactly what you've got going. So, hey, uh, amazing out, to Joe. me. You talk about uh we agree whoever wins tonight is going to win this series, right? Yes. If you like Toronto, hey Gabe, if you're listening, if you like Toronto tonight is plus 240 on the money line, okay? However, you know that get that bet like you bet the game and the series, right? So they're plus two forty tonight on the money line. Right. Raptors win game five and then win the series is plus three fifty. So if wow. you like Toronto tonight at plus two forty, and if they win tonight, you think they're definitely gonna win the series. Then you could do that at plus three fifty. Oh, there's wow. a lot of ways to skin a cat. All right, so think about that one. There you go. All right, more on game five coming up here. Our one in the books, hour two coming your way. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy. In the best bets forever, I said I like Matt Strom and I like the San Diego Padres, Frank. You also said that you like Spencer Turnbull and the Tigers. I said that was my, if I had to pick another one, that was what it was, yes. But... I said I like Matt Strom. I like the Padres, and all they did was defeat the Arizona Diamondbacks three to two. Strom, six strong innings, two run ball, four hits, struck out two, didn't walk anybody. Weekdays, noon Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. 
Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. They need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Welcome back in Fantasy Sports Radio Network as we uh, as we make it rain here on a Thursday. Interesting night in the uh, in the MLB last night. As what a shock! Certainly hope you guys were all over the uh, all over the Yankees and the uh, run line as they continue just to dominate uh, the that what is uh, looks like a minor league team there in the Baltimore yep. Orioles. Kind of funny, actually. Uh, but there was something else that went on last night that we, uh, I think it was the first one of the year. And don't look now, but the Astros lost, guys. The Astros actually lost. It's absolutely amazing. To third, Moncada on the bag. To second for two. It is a triple play. Wow. Chicago you turns the first triple play of the Major League the Baseball season baseball. last night against those Astros, and wouldn't you know it, it was actually perfect because McConaughey was basically on top of third, and the guy hits a, uh, a two-hopper to him, steps on third, goes to second, goes to first. Triple play, ending over, and at that particular point, you kind of knew, oh boy, uh, could this be the night that... The Astros actually give up a run, uh, actually give up that run line. I know a lot of guys were all over them on the run line last night, riding this thing until it uh, until it lost. But you know what? It lost last night, and we just had this conversation, didn't we, yesterday about when you yep. got these these over three dollar favorites here. Sometimes it's uh it's a bit profitable to go ahead and bet the run line for the other team, not just right. you know the Houston. Uh, and certainly last night. I think it was uh, it was very profitable to back Ivan Nova and the Chicago White Sox on their run line, getting a run and a half in this game as, uh, listen, they weren't going to go undefeated, guys. So we, we know this, you know, not every pitcher is going to win every game, no matter how much you like them and so on and so forth. So the opportunity for you guys to, uh, you know, to cash in, remember that just because Houston lost this game last night doesn't mean that Houston today isn't yep. going to go back and start a whole nother screen and isn't a isn't a better matchup against the Chicago White Sox. The good news is hopefully the markets will readjust and be like, all right, they lost. They stink now. Right, right, right. That alternate run line for the Yankees also, they only beat Baltimore by two. 
So if you yes. played that two and a half, you might have gotten burned. Uh, I got a pick as around the Astros. I'll give it to us later on in the show. All right. We'll do that. Hour one in the books. Hour two coming up here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.